Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What's the most messed up thing that someone has done at your home? 206-421-ROCK. Guess who it is, Ted? James! James, welcome to the Men's Room. Hey, how you guys doing today? Hola! James, are you calling to defend yourself? Uh, I'm not that James. Oh. I'm the same James that had the Lego uh, Millennium Falcon. Okay, okay. Not the one who wipes his ass on decorative towels. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, So, the messed up thing that happened in my apartment, not a house, um, is I have a couple, I had a couple friends over about a couple of months ago. One of um, the guys that was over here is a wrestler in high school, and I have a couch that's not a metal frame, it's a wood frame, um, and it's got two wood boards that go across in the middle from side to side, which support the seat. They were wrestling just for the fun of it in my front room, and my friend, who's a wrestler, decided, hey, I'm going to toss your other friend onto the couch. So both of these heavy dudes fall on my couch. Yeah, they broke both boards in the middle. (laughs) Did they buy you a new couch? Yeah, uh, I was actually able to contact um, the company that the couch came from, and they actually, because it was on warranty, uh, brought me a new one. Damn, Yeah, the couch was literally laying in two pieces on the floor. How long? How long was your couch broken? Uh, it was probably broken for about a month and a half before the um, <laughs> couch company arrived to mm-hmm. change it out. Hey, I'll, well, I'll tell you one. One night, uh, they sometimes uh, in the hometown. Oh God, the hometown I grew up in. Don't ask me why. People shut down streets. They burn couches. Yeah, that's just what they do. And the in the in the street that I lived in. Come on, Morgantown. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a college town. They won something. Well, yeah, and they burn couches. That's what they do. So, and they block off the street. And the cops have no problem. They yeah. actually come to the corners. They, they block the street off for Because you're for exercising the, some amount of safety. Like, traffic, like, you right. know they're going to burn the couches, so at least they're kind enough to block off the street. Yeah, so I get word that I need to get back home, man, because it is going down, and there's a rager going on, and they blocked up our, uh, our street, and uh, there's tons of people there. Get down here, man. We've got a keg. We're ready to rock. So I'm like, all right, sweet. So I walk back home. It's about a mile. I can see the fire. I can see the smoke. And I'm like, oh, man, are you kidding me? They're burning couches already because it was really early in the afternoon. Typically, they wait till right. later. So it's like 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. So it wasn't exactly like night. You know what right. I mean? But I can see the smoke. And I'm like, oh, these jackalopes. And I walk up and I'm like, that's our couch. <laughs> oh, no. That's our couch. Like, we, <laughs> like we didn't your have, only couch? We didn't have another couch. You know, like, yeah, we'll get another couch somewhere. You know, like, yeah, but that was our couch. I'm like... <laughs> You guys decided to burn. It's, you know, like it'd be different if we had like a extra couch or a broken couch, like James. Right, right. Like that was the main couch in the living room. You, know, you could fit like four people on this thing. This was a big ass couch. So how long before you guys got a replacement uh, couch? It was a while. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you're that, broke. That's when you go back to plastic furniture. People get caught up in the moment. They do. Because I can't remember <laughs> if it was West Virginia. Because Maryland got oh into that God. habit too. Yeah. But what? Is, man, I can't. I hope it's West Virginia, but it could have been Maryland. But they started like the fire, like on the deck or something. Like, basically, they burned down their whole deck. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then Maryland was so bad. I remember year, this is years ago, but we beat Duke in basketball. It was a massive deal. But our football team is so bad that everybody got drunk, went to the football stadium, tore down the goalpost, and then burned that. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jesus. On Fraternity <laughs> Row. Yeah. What's the most messed up thing that someone has done at your home? 206 421 Rock. I like this guy's move here. The comment says, no one had done anything bad in my home. And this ties into why I stopped drinking tequila. One time, I destroyed a bath time, uh, bathroom by projectile vomiting, but no one saw me enter the bathroom. But the next morning, someone else had locked themselves in the bathroom and passed out. So he 
got blamed for the vomit. Now, I helped clean up the house the next day because I felt bad. But I did not help clean up the puke, though. That from Cameron and Linwood. Nice. Yeah, I'd avoid it. Too. Look, if the guy passed out in the bathroom. I don't know if I threw up or not, man. I'm not sure. I can't yeah. remember anything. Of course. He's not going to remember. Yeah. She goes, oh, well. Gonna do. What's the most messed up thing that someone has done at your home? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Rick. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. What's going on, guys? Oh, positive Friday. How are you? I'm doing good. I've been listening to Jesus for the whole 50 years. Oh, well, that's nice. No, thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, we were out at uh, over there at Kitsap County having a good time at the place used to be called Boondock. And... Uh, some of us guys were out, out there drinking, having a good time, and one of the guys in the crew picked up this girl. So we go out to Lone Rock, and uh, we continue drinking and drinking, you know, and then finally everybody goes to bed. And uh, this guy, one of the guys in the crew, took the girl into one of my buddy's rooms, and they decided to get on with it. And then when they woke up in the morning, it was kind of strange. They both took a shower and got the heck out of there real quick and then uh my partner goes in there and looks at his room comes out just gagging he couldn't contain himself he goes oh my god they crapped in my bed ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah crazy, i mean it's one man. thing to slip on one it's another thing to just blow the whole thing out you know <laughs> i guess it depends on the, the volume of the slip that must have been a hell of a night in there man <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I but think. they slept in it. <laughs> That's why they jumped in the shower. Like, oh, dude, we got to get in the shower. I'm laying on the couch in the room, and I could just smell it. <laughs> or somebody did it in the morning. Oh, you think? Man. I don't know. If you th- all right, You've been drinking. You're hooking up. It's the morning time. You go back in for seconds. Stomach's not too strong. It happens. So you're saying that you think, <laughs> if we're detectives, right, because this would be our, our TV show, right? We could call down to the scene, and it's like, based on the evidence we have, according to Detective uh, the Ted Smith here, I believe <laughs> they had sex successfully that night, but they wanted to, what, get it going again in the morning. But the alcohol's now had its effect. Your incontinence <laughs> has elevated. Your stomach does not feel great. <laughs> Correct. You attempt to have sex. One of the two of them, we cannot identify who, has left trace evidence behind that their stomach was, in fact, a little, a little under the weather. Correct. <laughs> and, and look... This theory's not solid. It might not have gone that well the night before, but I'm saying morning sex was the culprit here. I think I, I, would I don't agree think anybody with that. you would like trust me, I once was in a bed where a, a dog pooped in it. <laughs> now as soon as I noticed the poop in the bed, I was out of the bed. Okay. I, you can't go back to sleep when there's poop in a bed. No, I agree. I agree. The dog 100%. pooped in the bed you were sleeping in. Yeah, he was having stomach issues. Okay. Right. So he found you and just decided to poop in the bed you were in. Well, I have a were you theory. asleep or were you awake when mm-hmm. you did it? Like, in other words, did you wake oh, I was up asleep. to this? Oh, so did you wake up to the dog doing it or did you wake up after the fact? I woke up and there was poop in the bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, How close to you was it? Could it, you have rolled in the over? the dog's it? defense, he was towards the end of the bed. He just, he okay. was having a tough, as well, right. he was having a tough time. Okay. How about, <laughs> this? How about this theory? Maybe they successfully uh, had coitus the night before, mm-hmm. even All though right. they were both pretty hammered. I right? believe that. They woke up in the morning. And they tried a different method of having sex, and that was the trigger that caused the accident. I consider sure. that, but there's a third possibility as well, that they had sex. I think we all agree that they successfully had sex that night. At some point. There's typical drunken mm-hmm. sex, right? Or he had whiskey deed, didn't happen at all, whatever. My guess is that at some point in the middle of the night, somebody slipped on this, kind of in that drunken yep. stupor, right. and I believe they both woke up to it. 
They did. And decide, like they, they woke did. up they and did. said, I don't know if it's because you, if it's me, but this is there. If that happened then, they would have been in the shower at 3 a.m. That's what I mean. So it, instead of being in the shower in the morning, you know what I mean? Maybe it did slip in the morning, but either way, they didn't discover it until they woke up. So, Okay, <laughs> so our belief is that it did not happen the night before. This we agree on. Either Correct. Yeah, it couldn't have. They, it could not have. Nobody would sleep and poop. Right. No, they just would not. And they both got up and got in the shower. So the only question, did you wake up and say, man, one of us had a really bad night, or they attempted to have more sex, and then, no, and then things yeah, went south? I don't think so. You think they woke up to it? Or? I think they woke up and went, oh, God, we need to get out of here now. We need to get in the shower and get this clean. <laughs> or they're just into some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> or that. Don't what is that, face, Mike? Some people are. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is, right in the flesh. Right, that's on the house. You know what's weird is there is more booze here than there is at my other studio, which is the bar in my basement. Right. <laughs> I believe that. That is remarkable. You know why? Because I spend a lot of time uh, at my other studio, which is the bar in the basement. I just can't keep booze around. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you it just are, evaporate sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's been hot. That's, that's the angel's cut. It's you had an hot. exciting day yeah. today. You had a, a strange person touch your penis. Yeah. That's highlight of my whole today. day. So that would make this the low light then. Do you have to cough still? I can touch yeah. your penis. Yeah. If that's what's going to make things better, we will all place a it's, hand it was on your more, penis. It was more beans than Franks. Okay. Really? Yeah. I, you know, I don't get a bean check anymore. Really? No. It, it's weird. I probably need a bean and a, and a you know, twig it's, check. It's starting to, to lead me to believe that maybe I don't need one either. And maybe, <laughs> what about okay? Maybe so, that person wasn't the uh, wasn't the accredited doctor. Yeah, that they claimed I, I was to be. just saying. I just got one in January. I'm not sure I got one either. You didn't have to old, turn and it I'm off, older right? than you. I would no. remember. I, I swear to God, I would remember. The last time I had to turn and cough, it felt like I was uh, I don't know, maybe 25 years old. I was way younger. They haven't done it in a long time because yeah. I'm always waiting for it. Yeah, because it is nice when a stranger yeah, touches just your looking, penis. Looking forward to it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> How about the uh, the backside, the caboodle? Didn't right? have to do that one. No. No. Huh. Didn't have to do that one. Because then I would have really had a great morning. <laughs> yeah. Wows is legit annoyed when they keep moving the age up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is going Why on? aren't you two having to go through yeah. it? Right. I just uh, scheduled so a I'm, physical yesterday, I'm as a matter of fact. I'm 43. I'm still b- below the threshold for having to have the threshold broken. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're healthy and you're happy and everything's you know, good. You know, I'm He's healthy. I'm, I'm neither one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Here I am. Do you, uh, do, do, you lie, do you lie about the number of drinks you have per day? Oh, no. I'm very clear with him. I have a serious drinking problem. You do? Well, no, it's not a problem i just like to drink a lot yeah i, right. I, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, take that as a flossing type question yeah you know, I floss yeah no he even asked me he said he said so uh you know how are you how have you been able to work from home and i explained the whole thing like the only functional place for me to do my radio show from home was to set it up on the bar in my basement so i've literally been standing in front of a bar for the last year and a half and that's tough for a guy who likes to drink a lot mm-hmm. yeah. sure yeah but uh, you're healthy enough. <laughs> it's to tough on this. the booze, too, because okay. like like I was just saying, mm-hmm. ain't got any. Well, most uh, much like uh, Costco will say, uh, <laughs> who, who give you samples of everything. Right. We, oh. We've covered covers and everything. Yes. But, uh, today we're going to talk about samples. Yeah, it's, it's, sampling's nothing new in uh, in pop music. You know, people no. have been uh, taking other people's bits and pieces of the songs. I think it's a little more uh, respected now than it used to be. And sure. I think uh, people are a lot more legit and legal about it than they used to be. You used to just take a piece of a person 
Johnson song and hope you didn't get sued. Wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Was it P. Diddy that uh, that took Cashmere from yep. Zeppelin back yep. in the yep. day for the Godzilla? Diddy did a lot of those. He did uh, Every Breath You Take from the Police was right. the song he yep. did for Biggie. For Biggie, yeah. yeah, there were there were a few of those. Uh, Beastie Boys uh, famously, Paul's Boutique sampled all kinds of stuff. Right, you know? and we don't call it in rock. We don't really call it a sample that much, so to speak. You call right. it a ripoff. I think you I call mean, it a ripoff. In rock you music, take, you call you it a ripoff. You take a recording yeah. of someone's song and you put it in your, your song, song. That's sampling. If you play somebody else's song, that's it's called a cover. cover. Yeah, right. like uh, you're lust. Play, for, you're playing homage to them. Like lust for life and jet. That's kind of a ripoff. You know what it, I mean? It is it, the same beat. It's very much the same. It's beat. Kind yeah, of that's the same a straight song. ripoff. Yeah. Right. So sampling is not popular in rock because rock just has an integrity thing, as they say. Not always true. Poison. Uh, but then in hip-hop, there's a lot of samples because mm. hip-hop was driven by beats, and a lot of times there was a great melody out there, right? Yeah, and the DJs used to just take other people's right. music, and then some dudes These started are rapping DJs, over. that's the yeah. thing. When you put DJs in, you're going to get a lot of samples. So I was uh, working on the uh, the Yacht Rock channel, Jugger Yacht, which is available on the uh, Odyssey app. Nice and, plug. Uh, what was it? Uh, I Keep Forgetting comes up. And I'm listening okay, to that song. Like, like I know this. I know this song. I've known it for years. And then it finally occurred to me that it's the Warren G song. That your that's face oh, yeah. like yeah. a monkey's yeah. butt. Regulator, whatever. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the song. Yeah. Try yeah. again, Those Donald. Less right. insulting. Herbert Harvey. Yeah. Oh, he's going to come around to casino sometime. So these, sometime are, these are popular there. songs that you may not know, period. Also, you may not know have samples in them. <laughs> ten. Number ten. Yeah, so that song is uh, Break Your Heart Right Back by Ariana Grande. We had front row for her at our uh, 2000 party. Oh, that's... Th- yeah, did we? Yeah. Did we? Oh, yeah. She was there. Right. She just... She sang the national anthem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she got out there. Did Soundgarden may have played, too. I was going to say Soundgarden right. Pharrell, yeah. Whatever. So, uh, so here is the song that is sampled in the Ari- 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 Ariana Grande song. Ah, okay. Right. It's right. It sucks when she adds out. <laughs> also a famous uh, Biggie and Puff cover. Oh, yeah. Mo Money, Mo Problem. Oh, God, there right. You go. Yeah. There you go. She's covering them, covering this. Out of her Diana Ross. <laughs> Ten uh, songs you might not know sample older songs on Sit and Spin. Nine. Number nine. So uh, that's Cheers Drink to That by Riri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of might, course. You might re- re- recognize the y- y- yeah, yeah, y- yeah, 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 in the uh, in the background. Close Canadian. That's Avril Lavigne. Oh, okay. The other Canadian. Oh. The other yeah. Canadian. Yeah, Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Are they still together? I don't know. They were. She at one point was with him. I'm not Jack sure. Kroger, I know. <laughs> Avril Kroger. I Sounds hope like I'm a right. Grocery store in a small town. <laughs> <That's definitely> t- <laughs> These are our ten songs you might not know. Sample older songs on Sam Smith. Eight, number eight. Oh, hold on. <laughs> you know that guitar riff in the background. Yes. I know you do. Yes. Oh. Stevie Nicks. No, yeah. Stevie Nicks. Uh, Edge, Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, Edge of Seventeen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the Eye of the Tiger guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. The other song, of course, was Destiny's Child. 
Bootylicious. Bootylicious. Uh, for the record, Kroger and uh, Levine divorced in 2015. Oh, all right. They married for like a week. I, I love pop culture. You can tell. <laughs> we're, we're catching up. <laughs> These are 10 songs you might not know, sample older songs. Seven, number seven. That sounds like a, a top 40 radio station sweeper from 1997. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, Jason Derulo. The song is What You Say. Okay. And what does it sample? It- what you say. Oh, that you only meant well. I don't, I don't know this song. I don't either. I never would have got that is it, one. Is it Imogen? Imogen Heap? Man, I am not sure. Yeah. Either way, they sampled it. Yeah. Which means this person's very glad they sampled it, because we're like, who the F are you? Yeah. Yeah. It's good that they did, Probably people know that song. Probably getting a paycheck out of that, for sure. Ten songs you might not know sampled older songs on Sit and Spin. Six, number six. Lay. So that's a Lupe Fiasco. The show goes on. Yeah. We might be able to play this on Seattle Rock Day next year, Mike. Sampling uh, Float On from Honest House. Huh. I like both those songs. Here comes the guitar. There. That's. Yep. Everybody, you know, I never knew that was Modest Mouse. I've heard the song a million times. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> there you go. That's my MO. Welcome though. to it. Welcome to, we're learning a lot. Welcome today. to 2004? Uh huh. Yeah. 2001? Hey, man, I know the song. I figure eventually someone will tell me. I've never cared enough to ask. There you go. Now you know. Good These song. Are, These are uh, 10 songs you might not know. Sample Loader song. Good work, Modest Man. <laughs> Oh, I know. This. Everybody knows this song, right? This sounds like just the same. Yeah. So Bieber sampling who? The Cardigans. The ca- oh, okay. Right, this got to be from like song. the late nineties. Yes, mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I this didn't is, even know that's Cardigans. I think this is like nineteen ninety seven. If I, I didn't had, either. If I had to guess, <laughs> I know like I know the name, I know the song. Yeah. Couldn't have told Good you. Too. Yeah, pull over, guys. Ten songs you might not know, sampled older songs. Get off my lawn! Four, number four. Could be another one bites the dust. Done. I've always been the one yeah. to say the first goodbye. Had to love and lose a hundred million. So let's do a leap. Break my heart. Or is it? Ah! Which, now that you mention it, is kind of like another one bites the dust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, be damn. That's Need You Tonight by NXS, by the way, if you didn't know. That one I knew. Yeah, it was late. Trill's over here in the left lane with his right turn signal on, going five miles under the speed limit. Like, I love NXS. (laughs) If we can be there by five, we can eat dinner. He died choking himself on masturbating, you know. Back in my day, that's how you did it. I'm done with this mortal coil. And I grab my penis and strangle myself. Nice work, Grass. That's what real men do. Ten songs you might not know, sample older songs on Sam Spin. Three, number three. 
Boy, All right, Old Town Road. I did not know this. I wonder how much money Trent Reznor made off of this. Yeah, a lot. I'm gonna take my horse to the 34 Ghosts 4 by Nine Inch Nails. Always a very upbeat dude, Trent Reznor. Probably great at parties. Oh, you know he is. He used to go with his arms folded on the sofa. Oh, do you have Trent. any, do you have any plain the, celery? Who's the guy sitting in the dark corner? I don't want any dip near it. Who Just put the effing cranberries in the chicken celery? Salad? The dude sitting there with his arms folded on the couch. Yeah, drinking a $300 bottle of red wine. Who's your brooding friend? <laughs> God, Ten. his songs don't sound sad. They legit sound depressed. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, I'm not having a moment. This is my life. <laughs> Just, I don't know what a good day is. These are ten songs you might not know. Sample older songs on Sydney Spin. Number two. Country superstar Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and look what you made me do. Was oh. this her? I thought this was going to be uh, this. This Tay Tay. I have. I thought this was going to be Fergie and the Black Eyed Peas. Huh. Right, said Fred. Whatever happened to Fred? Uh, they uh, they made an appearance recently complaining about the Foo Fighters playing a sold-out, uh, vaccinated-only show at Madison Square Garden to people uh, that went, huh? What? Really? Right, right said Fred, like, came out of nowhere after 20 years and had an opinion. Huh. <laughs> and went, okay, cool, great. These are 10 songs you might not know. Sample all the songs on City Spin. One, number one. So this is what I think about when I think about typical samples. Like it just literally took a chunk of the song and oh, yeah. used that chunk of the song in the song. <laughs> Kanye West, of course, is a genius. That's why he samples took, other people's stuff. Daft Punk. Yeah. Who's probably really it. a genius. Yeah, you know you're a yeah. genius. It's kind of like plagiarism. Right. That's a great speech you wrote. Right. I didn't write it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then you're, you're a right, genius. Yeah, so there work, we go. Work smarter, not harder, Miles. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. What's the craziest thing that happened involving your vehicle? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Thomas. <laughs> Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola! Hola! So, when I was... One second, let me take you off speakerphone. So, when I was about 12, my dad gave me a Pinto that I could use around to run in around our field, just buzz up and down our street, what have you. One day, I decided we wanted hot dogs for dinner. So, I was going to take the car and go into town and get us some hot dogs. Obviously, being 12... Couldn't go by myself that far. So my dad's buddy went with me. Trip successful getting the hot dogs. On the way home, there were some railroad tracks that I decided I was going to try to jump. And I was successful at doing that. Got stuck between the two sets of train tracks. Then all of a sudden, train was coming. On train tracks? Get out of here. Yeah. Between the two sets. Okay. One train goes one way, one train goes the other. The front end of the pinto was on one set of tracks, and the rear end was on the other. Nowhere I could go. Had to just watch it get smashed and blow up. 
Did it blow up? Oh, like, yes. That was the, the whole thing about Pintos. They're like, look, man, you don't even want to get a fender bender in this car because it just might explode. Like, they were designed for movies, you know? What about... I did not what? know that at 12 years old. Yeah, of course not. I oh, didn't okay. know it back when my... It was the coolest my... thing ever, though. What about, what about the hot dogs? They were in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> See, so that's right. The whole time, so obviously a train smashed into a car. The railway people came out. The police came. We were having to hide in the bushes the whole way back to my house because I was 12. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely the craziest thing that's ever happened to me in a car. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, you don't, yeah, that's. A train, uh, a car getting hit by a train and then exploded. I remember we had a Pinto when I was a kid and we thought it was awesome. Had the simulated wood paneling on the side. It had the little hatch in the back. And if we were like, quote unquote, good, we could ride in the back. And then I remember my father abruptly sold a car. And we couldn't understand it. My brother and I were kids. We're like, dude, mm-hmm. car was great. And then as we got older and realized, oh, they explode a lot. And that's why he got, once he got wind of that, he's like, yeah, I don't really want to cart my children. It was the location of the gas tank, I believe. I can't how, remember how far what it was. It was. Bank and wasn't really protected, I believe. That was like, was by the time I was a kid, that was just the, yeah, like I mean, an ongoing joke. If oh, anything yeah. happened, it's like, oh, what is it, a Pinto? I have seen one Pinto on the road in probably the last 30 years. And you know, blue. I've seen more gremlins, which yeah, the, the gremlins the and ugly. pacers are the cool ones to see. Every once in a while, there used to be a maverick. How which, is it cool to see a gremlin? I mean, it is it's stunningly just so, ugly. That's it. They're just so. It, it's almost like that Pontiac Aztec. No, you cannot no, believe no. how ugly it is, and you can't believe it's still on the road. The difference is, at least with the gremlin, like it's somewhat amusing. If you're mm-hmm. driving a gremlin, I know that you know you're in a gremlin. You know why I'm smiling. It's all good, right? The Pontiac Aztec. When we worked, <laughs> when we were in Baltimore, I worked at the the, the Ravens flagship station. And our boss, I guess he got a deal with Pontiac or something, but he got a Pontiac Aztec. And then it was painted purple and white, and it had the Ravens logo and the, the station logo on the side of it. And we did one of these games, and he asked me and this other guy, Ben, hey, man, can you take it back to the station? We're like, no. He's like, what are you, what are you talking about? You're going back to the station? We said, yeah. I said, dude, I don't want to be seen in that. It is the ugliest car, but the fact that you've painted it purple and white and have all the rest of this crap— it's anyway. We lost that battle. We had to drive back. I slunk down so far. Heck I, yeah! I honestly, God, did not even want people to see me in this vehicle. It was the dumbest. Have you said any worse than me and you cruising around the Beltway in a purple PT cruiser? Yeah, PT cruiser with a drop to convertible. I like Somehow that it was yeah. worse. Yeah. Listening to Kanye, right? Yeah. I mean, that was not an awesome look, but it was better than that thing. <laughs> What's crazy? Thing that happened involving your vehicle? Two zero six four two one rock. Hello, Jamie. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So, um, my car was stolen, but it's a little bit of a story. Um, my car was sitting outside of the house, uh, not parked in the garage. We had a pretty small garage. Well, I don't know if they were able to jimmy rig the car or if it was unlocked, but they opened up my car. Garage door clicker. Opened up the garage door. Came inside the house. Grabbed my purse. We heard them upstairs. We were upstairs asleep, me and my husband. Funniest thing is he, I heard something like crash. I heard a noise that woke me up. I thought he had done something. I thought he uh, had hit a water cup on his side of the bed. So I'm like hitting him, telling him that he needs to, um, to pick it up. Anyway, I look at, we actually had an alarm system that we hadn't activated. It was new, but I could see sensors had opened. So I knew somebody was downstairs. He opens up our bedroom door, hears them, uh, grabs a bat, 
by the time he gets downstairs, they're actually closing the door, the inside door to the garage. By the time he gets to that door, the garage door is closing and they're taking off my car. That's not not good. So then they find the car three days later in Bellevue. Uh, This all happened in in Auburn, Lakeland Hills area, if you guys know. So kind of far. A bunch of kids have taken it. Um, Trash... Crashed the vehicle, um, ran down the gas tank, uh, should have been totaled. They didn't total it. Um, found a bunch of mushrooms and pot all over the car. Well, there's a benefit. Yeah, at good times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it was gone by the time we got to it because they had fingerprinted it. Ah, so. uh, <laughs> not a good time. No. Yeah, that no. kind of ruins None everything. None of that. Did None they of ever, that was left. Did they ever find the people that stole it? They did. So they were... Um, they caught them in the act of burglarizing another house in Bellevue. Uh-huh. And that's how they got my vehicle. The vehicle was stalled outside. How, and they uh, were like how old in the backyard. Were they, were, they, were they juvies? Yes. One was 18, and I think one was 15, the other one was 16. Yeah, the 15 and the 16-year-old, they're like, thank God. But you had to drive that car yeah. because it wasn't officially totaled. So were you able to fix exactly. it up? Exactly. So then, well, then, yeah, I had to pick it up. God, I... I didn't realize how much it affected me until I'm driving on the way home to Bellevue. I got a 45-minute drive, and I'm looking at my car with dust prints all over it. By the way, still driving that car, still dust prints in it. Hardest thing to get out. Huh. And then uh, we go to get it evaluated, right? They don't total the car, but they find as they're fixing things, it ends up, to- it ends up uh, costing as much as it would have. Jesus. Just things kept adding up and adding up. So nice. total, I think it was fifteen, like almost fifty. Uh, sorry, eight thousand. What about your purse and everything that was stolen? Was any of that able to be recovered, or was that long gone? No purse. They actually threw out the purse out of the window on the way uh, on the way out. So they found it like going down the hill from my house. They did, however, take my debit card. They got one purchase in down the street at a gas station before. Um, I was able to shut it off, and then they tried to use it at a Denny's in Bellevue. Uh-oh. A Denny's. Now they got it's a dime in the gas station. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was denied. I called Denny's, and I'm like, did you see these people? And they're like, yeah, that card declined. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. Well, good. Yeah, it is always a gas station. That always seems to be the first, and I don't know if it's just to fill your tank, because gas is You don't need ID. Or... You can just, you don't need your pen sometimes, depending on if you hit credit. And I can just say, Come up with some BS excuse like, hey, uh, I'll use my debit card. Can you just give me the cash? I'll use my debit card for your tank. Right, right, right. And then, right. boom, people mm-hmm. give you cash. Right. I've seen that move. Yeah. Want more of the Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, the greatest story never told. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the Men's Room. The Ted Nugent. Head shot in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. Put these back in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Next to my body. Get them all warmed up. All right. So with uh, Amazon, you know, the Walmarts of the world, there's a lot more stuff out there. Everything. Yeah. And people go through nostalgia kind of stuff they like and say, man, what, what happened to that? I loved mm-hmm. that when I was a kid. So today I have a list for you of uh, 90s snacks you can still buy on Amazon. And frankly, some of them you could buy a, a bunch of other places. Okay. And we did find our Big League Chew still available. We had a guy, uh, he said he had two pouches in his toolbox currently. That's good stuff. Number five on the list, Big League Chew. Big League Chew. Big I, League Chew. I, I don't know a person who didn't like it, man. 
<laughs> and you get so much gum for the money. You do get a ton of gum, man. That's one thing. But is it, it like, here's my question. Right. It, and you're right. Listen, and Miles is exactly right. When I was a kid, Big League Chew, Gatorades, that was the whole deal, right? <laughs> that was life. Glass Gatorade bottles, as I'm old. Uh, and I loved it. But I wonder now if I ate it, would it be like, like 10 minutes and it's gone? It's probably like 10 stripe. minutes and it's gone, but those 10 minutes, as I recall, were delicious. Like fruit stripe gum, that was one of the gums that I felt like tasted the best, but the flavor literally was gone in five seconds. Right. Right. Big League Chew gave you a little staying power, and the other difference it had, man, even when the flavor went away, it kind of stayed soft, and you were still blowing bubbles. Well, the great thing about Big League Chew also is if you got like Bubblicious or Hubba Bubble, right, you'd stick the, the, the piece in your mouth and that's it. With Big League Chew, if the flavor does go away, you just need a couple strands. You just need another pinch. Oh, yeah. Stick it right back in there. Boom. Instant flavor recovery. It was like adding a little bit of salt yeah. to your potatoes That's or right. something. You know? Yeah. And I mean, and Miles is right. I loved it. And it was mm. like chewing tobacco. And like real people that use tobacco. When you had a pouch of that, man, you, were, you had to be stingy with it. Because everybody wants Everybody on the team wants sure, some. Sure, sure. You know right? It's literally, we got 14 of you idiots on this team. Mm. It's like showing up with a, with a plate of french fries. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody wants French fries, even though they didn't want French fries until you showed up with French fries. You're right, Big League Chew. I don't normally chew gum. Oh, you got a pouch of Big League Chew? Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I, I feel like when I played baseball, again, this is Little League, but it was Big League Chew and Double Bubble. Those yeah. were like the only two that okay. showed up. All right, so again, this uh, list of snacks for the 90s you could still get. Number 10, Fun Dip. Oh, yeah. Basically... You get pouches of sugar. Three, typically. Three flavors and then a vanilla wafer kind of stick. Right, and then you get in. a stick that like was basically a sugar white stick, and you suck on the stick, and then you dip it in the sugar. It mm-hmm. was kind of the same thing as like what was inside a pixie stick. Th- right, that part was. Yeah, but then they had the vanilla thing that was just amazing. Ooh, just real quick. somebody I, I did not know this. An update on our Big League Chew. Now, we all finally remember it as the bubble gum. Big League Chew comes in a lot of flavors now, like blue raspberry and green apple. Mm. Huh. Oh, green apple, I bet's tremendous. I like the classic, like, cherry one, but sure. sometimes I get that grape. Yeah, grape was great. Mm. <laughs> All right, Gushers. Technically, they're fruit oh, Gushers. Yeah. Most people just call them Gushers. You know what? I, I don't ever remember really liking Gushers that much. They were okay. They kind of exploded onto the scene, no pun intended. Oh, and in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And in your mouth, yeah. I just prefer, I think if I'm going to eat a chewy candy, to be chewy all the way through. I don't need extra juice in my mouth. The first... The first candy, well, it's a gum, actually, that I remember it had, like, uh, liquid in the center. Do you remember? It was huge. Like, toward the end of the 70s, they went on this mad advertising campaign, and we could not believe the technology that allowed them to put liquid in the middle of a piece of gum, freshen up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a life changer. If you're wondering why so many people have diabetes now, it's because when we were children, <laughs> none of this stuff had a lot of calories. It was just all literally just sugar. sugar or mm-hmm. salt. Yeah. Yep. Next on the list, Pixie Sticks. Oh, they, they do make the list. Power, yeah, the powdered candy that came in the straw. You basically it's not just powdered it candy. And dumped it in your mouth. It's powdered sugar, man. Did you ever see the giant Pixie Stick? No. Sticks. How big were they? Uh, Mike, you remember those, right? Oh, yeah. I, I want to say it was at least a foot, like legit foot Good tall. Good God, no, man. It might have been bigger than that. And it was like thicker, too, man. It was like that thick. Just oh. what a kid needs. <clears throat> yeah. I could taste it right there. <laughs> Uh, Warheads hits the list. Oh, yeah. Warheads are super sour. Uh, look, I gotta be honest with you, I love sour candies. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was a child, that or a kid, that was a massive thing. Like, you'd go to the mall, yep. they'd always have a candy store, and you had to find the sourest thing you could. 
and we discovered Warheads, and that was one of the, I mean, to this day, I have friends, we'll get together and be like, get out the sour candies, let's see who can drink it! <laughs> Next on the list, we have Pop Rocks. Oh, oh yeah. Pop Rocks are great. Yeah. All right, we have some Pop Rocks here. Mm-hmm. What flavors you guys want to try? Well, what flavor would you like? We have watermelon, strawberry, and blue raz. You know me, I'm watermelon. I'll guy. try blue raz. You know, All I had right. the nickname Pop Rock for a while, Mike. Mm-hmm. I did not oh, want yeah. the nickname, but uh, I was at a bar, and a rather unattractive woman approached me and solicited me for some late-night coitus. I turned her down, so she upped the ante and said she would perform something on me with Pop Rocks in her mouth. And I'm like, I, no. Okay, and even go. though I turned her down, my nickname became Pop Rock. Oh. You know, if you drink Coke, and make your brain explode or other. They noticed oh, that. Oh, I think I may have overdone it. You ever snort a Pop Rocks? Uh, that's so weird. I haven't had you in yet. No, me neither. Except for on a shot of uh, Jello Shop. I'm not liking this. Why? I do not enjoy this. Miles is correct. That was the big rumor back in the day. If you ate them and drank soda, your stomach would explode. Exactly. Next on the list is Big League Chew. I think we've talked about Big League Chew. Oh, you don't like them, huh? I mean, there's still some crackling in the back of my yeah, mouth. I think it's pretty good. I don't like candy. That's great. You're a strange man. I know. Uh, let's see. Bigly Chew we got on there. Then the Little Hug Fruit Barrels. I know. I, I mean, I spit it out. <laughs> if you don't know, I know dude, no, it's didn't. weird. It's if you stopping. don't know what the fruit barrels are, they were the little grenades that had the oh, yeah. juice in them. Kind of right? I, yeah, but I that think ju- juice is a strong that's word. That's a loose yeah, term. I mean, not juice, juice. It was a liquid. Right, because they never even tried to come out and say, like, hey, have this juice. <laughs> it was just like, remember, like, because there was orange drink right. and grape drink before lean and all that stuff. Grape drink was just literally grape drink. And that's why fruit barrels, they were like, hey, we're fruit barrels. <laughs> like, right? They, I don't think they ever claim to be juice. We can't no. say anything else. Right. Uh, airheads. Now, airheads, you could still buy everywhere. There are oh, yeah. a lot of places. Yeah. I, honestly, I love airheads, yeah. man. And back in the day, you could you could also roll a whole one up, throw it in the back like a chaw. I was unaware of that. Life I don't know hats. why you'd want to do that, but yeah. you can do that. Uh, and also, to this day, I don't know what the mystery flavor is. <laughs> it's a mystery. Uh, next on the list is Ring Pops. Oh yeah, those Ring are, pops. Those were I, I enjoyed those. Yeah, you know what? They're br- huge. I'll bring you one in. I, I uh, somebody gave me a bunch of random like old candies, and the Ring Pops just been sitting in. Save there. it for your engagement. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> According to the email, I'm close. And then the last <laughs> on the list is uh, Dunkaroos. They disappeared oh, yeah. in twenty in 2012. Now they're back. Basically, Dunkaroo is a small uh, little cookie mm-hmm. that looks like a kangaroo. And then at the end of the container is like frosting. Yeah. And you dip him oh, in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Think about like, you know, like the little crackers with cheese. Yeah. So that kind of container just was small little roux and frosting. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. You're kind of making your own sugar cookie. Okay. Uh, we had it so good back then. Oh, I don't know why people are sick. Can't get enough of the men's room. Listen to the men's room daily podcast. You know the things that lead to the worst hangover. So for me, as it is right now, beer and whiskey. However, I wake up the next day, I might not feel great, but I can deal with it. But right. yeah, the one night where it's like, well, I did two shots of just name any other booze, and it it just messes with your your whole thing, man. I knew this one friend, and uh, he had a medical marijuana card, right? All right. But you can't take marijuana on an airplane. You can't take it, you know, right, right. Places. So 
Uh, I, I know that he had uh, taken it one time on a trip, <laughs> and uh, his significant other might have, might have said, uh, <laughs> did you bring marijuana on the plane? And Are you very close to this person? I, I've, I've talked to them. And, uh, and, uh, did you grow said, up with if them? You, uh, if you do this again, yes, I did. I'll, I'll, I saw him every day. Uh, if, you, if you do this, I'm not traveling with you anymore. You know? What, and, sneaking it on? Yeah, I would put like a joint in my, you know, and, and somewhere. He else. would. Yeah, he would. He that guy, would. That guy, he, right? That guy, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, that guy, right? Uh, so then it was always a question, you know, before traveling, uh, because I'm not traveling with you if, if you know, you're going to get arrested <laughs> or the deal, or, you know, whatever. So he says, uh, okay, I, I, I don't have anything on me. You know what I mean? Uh, don't worry about this. I would never do that. You know what I mean? Because we're going to travel. Uh, and then you get to the destination. Lo and behold, Wabami, uh, you got to join it now. And that person says, well, you can't have any because, you know what I mean, you give me crap for this. Uh, so, uh, But I was told that I, if I were to do that, that I, I couldn't travel with that person anymore. So they would just magically appear when we got to the destination. Uh-huh. But I was always asked beforehand, just just to make, just to make you promise you don't have any. No, I would not do that to you. You know what I mean? Like I, I would never do that. I don't want to get us in trouble, or whoever it was. My answer is always, I don't know. I mm-hmm. get that before every trip. Is there anything in the suitcases or the bags I need to know about? I don't know because if I knew it was there, I would have done it already. So if there's something there, it's not something I'm trying to take. It is something that I have otherwise forgotten about. More recently, at at an airport. And a little beagle shows up, and it's sniffing around, and uh, we're waiting in customs. And I'm asked directly, what do you have? I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm still getting, like, mean bugged. I'm like, I don't have anything. And the dog ended up going after the old lady next to me for her ham sandwich. Oh, really? Good call. Oh, the dogs are going I got, nuts. I got taken down in the Charleston Airport in West Virginia. The guy looked at my ID when I got uh, when I was going through the – it's very small. It's a very small TSA check-in point. Sure. Just one yeah, X-ray scanner and all that. And he looks at my ID, and he goes – Washington State. He's like, you guys have legalized marijuana, don't you? Yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah, we do. We've had it for a few years. Why? He said, is there anything in that bag? And I said, you think for one minute that I would come to West Virginia and buy your swaggy ass weed and then <laughs> fly back with that to a place that has legalized weed? Is, is this your theory on this? <laughs> right. And he's like, well, I just want to make sure you don't have anything in the bag. I said, sir, let me get this straight. I've been in West Virginia for a week. You think I came here to buy weed? <laughs> you said, transport to this, a place this where it's legal. This is why you're not a police officer. Right. This is why you never. This is why you couldn't be a mall security guard because <laughs> right. you are that freaking stupid. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to Tudor's Biscuit World over here and get myself a biscuit. You take my bag if you want and dig all the way through it. Just make sure you fold my clothes and done. He's like, No, sir. You got to stay right here. I'm like, this is going to take a long time, and you're an idiot. Uh, let me see your supervisor. He's like, uh, okay, I'll bring her over. And I said, this jackass. And, I, and basically, that's what I said. And she's like, oh, God, that's so dumb. No, 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 you go. <laughs> that's so you dumb. You go, you go. No, don't do that, Randy. You know, like, what are you, an idiot? And you're like, you hired an idiot. <laughs> and I went and got a biscuit. I think the ultimate power move, and I love this move for Miles. I think you're coming back from, what, Jamaica? Oh, yeah. But you had weed on you. Mm-hmm. And then there's the dog. Oh God! And Miles yeah, it was makes in, it was in uh, it was in uh, uh, BWI. Yeah. And what he does see is drops to a knee and calls the dog over. Oh yeah. So now don't the- touch the dog. Why not? It's a beagle. He's cute. <laughs> you know, rubbing his ears. But then the guy pulls the dog away. Yeah, like don't touch the dog. Don't Meanwhile, touch the dog. The dog like the dude's got weed on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you pulled it. That was so well then I, played. Then I rolled right by him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Come here, good boy. That is a great move, man. Had it in my heels, had it in the bag. See, I wouldn't have thought of that. I'd been like, oh, we're going to jail. No, I was like, Come here, good boy. And he was wagging his tail like he's all excited <laughs> to see me. Dog's like, I know you got drugs on you, but that belly rub, I ain't saying nothing. That same person did not, well, a different person did not realize I had that either. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. That's good for them, though. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you, they don't don't, they, they don't want, you don't want the nervousness. I have shown up on, on a trip. And, and when we got to the destination, the person I was with was like, look at this. I was like, Jesus, I am so happy you did not tell me that. Oh, really? Because I would have been sweating bullets. You're the last yeah, yeah, person yeah, yeah, I totally. would tell. Yeah. yeah. You guys have a Why is your yes. friend so sweaty? That dude, don't even. <laughs> right, but it never dawned on me until right. we got to this destination. And I was like, I, thank you. But if you know, yeah, you're going to be pitting the whole time. and just. Oh, it would have been awful. Right, yeah. <laughs> Sir, step out of line. Right. It is not that hot in here. <laughs> are you on the whole hand? Are you having a stroke or do you have drugs on you? Because yeah. there's no reason you, you should look be that sweaty. Up. You're sweating. I get, I mean, look, I go through it almost every time, too. What's that? Just, I mean, I talked to Mike about this. For whatever reason, just going through TSA is nerve-wracking. You should get I don't have anything on me, and yeah. I'll be sweating bullets. <laughs> Sir, are you okay? Well, the good yeah, thing, I'm, you make it worse. I'm, I'm okay. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, half the time now, but with the pandemic and everything, I'm not really flying anywhere. So if you if you do drive or fly someplace, it's typically to me Oregon, right, California, right, right. or like in Nevada, where like I'll just buy it there. You know, it's not really a, but that. But then those days, that was not an option. No. So it's just like, look, I'm packing. It's an option. It was just more difficult. It, no, Before it was, it was legal I, I, in California, we flew down to San Diego. We went to, we got in late at night. We went to a bar. We sat at the bar. This black chick with dreads walks out of the kitchen, and immediately we're like, hey, do you know where we can get weed? She was also 60 years old. And she looks at us, and she goes, now, why would you ask me that? I was like, because you're a black chick with dreads. In, a jazz, in a jazz bar. So you know what she did? Yeah, at a jazz bar. She pulled a pen out of her pocket, I screwed the pen, and handed us a joint. Thank you. Like, she yeah. had it on her. I we got, were just like, can you tell us where to go to buy some? She's like, but she called us her angels. Mm-hmm. Do not know why. Opened the pen that was in her pocket, shook out a joint, handed it to us. Also, then I almost got thrown out of a bar in Wrigleyville. And I'm there with my mom. It's her 70th birthday. My sister and her husband at the time. So if you've ever been to Wrigleyville around Wrigley Field in Chicago, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, just buckets of light beer. And this waitress is loving us. She's like, this is great. You guys are doing this for your family. She mentioned she's a, a parrot head. All right. Jimmy, oh, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett, right. So the next time back, I'm like, you really like Jimmy Buffett that much? Yeah, I'm going Tuesday. Hey, say, where? I mean, anywhere around here you'd find some wheat. What? Why would you ask me that? Oh, <laughs> wrong parrot head. Uh, I mean, it went down south quick. Really? Yeah. Like, like she was offended. She was like, I was like, yep, yeah, we'll tab out. I'll just. Sorry, yeah. my bad. I mean, before this. If I hadn't been with my family, I'd be like, oh, I'm in. This waitress yeah. likes, well, I know. Right. Yeah, She's well, a waitress. No, She's no, supposed no, to like no, no, no. That's your way but, but the Jimmy Buffett thing really threw me. Right. How could that not be? You're going to Buffett on right. Tuesday and you're uh, offended? I got a blender in you're my trunk. You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> right. I got a blender in my trunk and I'm going to get hammered and drive home, you know, wasted. But, you know, a joint, God forbid. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. All right, we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve a Thrill Hill to find out who we're toast. Yes, indeed. Today we toast the Charlotte, North Carolina Police Department. Now, this actually happened last year, but they have just now finally released some body cam footage and they were addressing the situation again. So understand, just after 6 p.m. on July 11th of last year, 
Officers tried to serve outstanding felony warrants on a 19-year-old guy named Trey McClendon. Now, the warrants included two counts of assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill, one count of assault with a deadly weapon inflicting serious injury. So officers received a tip that McClendon was in a house off Andorra Drive. And they also said he'd been arrested in that same home only a few months earlier in that same year, and he was an acquaintance of the home's residents at the time. So they knew the house. They knew the guy. They get the guy. So because of his violent history, the police, they want a backup. So they called SWAT to assist in the execution of the warrants. So after several hours, they tried to attempt to communicate with him. He refused to speak to them at all. Then they uh, released pepper spray into the house. Later, they upped it to tear gas. Finally, they sent in a robot. He's still not going to communicate. So an officer finally just went into the home, kicked down the door. Yeah, he wasn't there. The sad part is the home was structurally damaged during the incident. The roof was damaged when the gas was deployed. An officer stepped through the attic, which damaged the home ceilings. Uh, the good news is they did apprehend the guy six days later without incident in an entirely different place. But, yeah, they spent hours out there firing tear gas, pepper spray, the robot, stormed the house. Like, he's not here, guys, which explains why there was 100% radio silence on his end when they're out there with yeah. the bullhorns. Just come out. Hours they go through this. Damn. Yeah, he wasn't home. Anyway, they just recently had a press conference going, yeah, it wasn't our best moment, but, you know, S happens. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitch hola. Thanks for listening to the best of the men's room podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man. A double flush production.